0: In 2011, SBS Dateline reported on Luis Soriano. In this clip, he's sitting around a group of Colombian children. As they run away, he provides a quick instruction to share the book. They're about to grab off the shelf. They're eager because a visit from Luis and his books are rare. In rural Colombia, there are no public libraries. There's no bookstore. It's just Luis. He makes a journey of about three hours each way to visit the kids. Because of the landscape, Luis can't simply drive to bring the books to the children. And it's not easy to just carry 120 books on your back. That's where Alpha, his humble donkey, comes in. The six-hour daily journey, books and all, is made by the Biblioborough, or Donkey Librarian, Spanish. Most of the children receiving these books have never owned a single book at home, and that's a pretty sobering thought. If you think about the first book you can remember owning, mine was The Giving Tree, your proximity to the nearest public library, for me, it's the Annette Library, or your nearest bookstore. It's Indigo, it's kind of far, but that's beside the point. Sir Ranulph Fine said there's no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate clothing. And I think the same can be said of transportation. In a city like mine, Toronto, a donkey doesn't do a whole lot of good. Even we admitted he's at eager for more modern luxuries like Kindles and iPhones. He says we need development. We can't be left behind. But for now, his focus is on getting these kids basic literacy and learning about the world around them. And for that, the donkey is the perfect tool for the job. Welcome to Mass Transient, a show about moving people and things. Let's take a little less than a minute to run the numbers on donkeys. Donkeys were domesticated some 5,000 years ago as draft animals, also known as beasts of burden, or simply working animals. Others in this category include oxen, mules, llamas, camels, and many others. It's hard to put a number on how many are specifically used for transport, but some 44 million donkeys exist in the world, 96% of those just existing in the developing world. Generally speaking, a donkey shouldn't carry more than 40 to 60 kilograms, or 90 to 130 pounds. One of the highest donkey to human ratios can be found in Ethiopia at around one donkey for every four people. The thing that'll draw you to Hydra is not a museum. There's no world-famous university, and it lacks the historical ruins that might bring you to, say, Athens. Greece is famous for its islands, one after another, gorgeous vistas, picturesque town centers, and ports. What will bring you to Hydra is not what it has, but what it doesn't. Gone are the motorbikes, gone are the cars. In fact, all motorized transportation is banned in Hydra. Many Athenians will find themselves taking little vacations onto the town. It's just a quick 90-minute trip by various water transports. What's left are donkeys, mules, and horses. Hedra, the town, sits on an island of the same name. The town is small enough that you could simply walk it, after all, less than 2,000 people call the entire island home. Most locals choose their feet, but for tourists, something around 10 euros will get you a ride on one of Hedra's famous donkeys. Like many countries in Europe, Greece's donkey population is in a troubling decline, one towards extinction. And Hedra remains the main holdout, as profiled in a 2007 piece by the LA Times. A mule owner by the name of Yiannis waited by the port for tourists looking for a joyride or locals looking to transport goods. They transport everything, he told the LA Times, from sewing pins to electrical refrigerators, anything you can imagine. According to the same LA Times article, Hedra is home to 1,200 or 10% of the entire Greek donkey population. For the most part, Hydra is the only place in Greece where you'll find a completely car-free area. Lindos, another area, makes it difficult with its narrow roads, though cars still do exist, and Mount Athos does have a ban, but it has exceptions for specific religious groups. Something so unfamiliar to most of us, as just walking and using donkeys, is a staple of life in Hedra. As the mayor in 2007 said, without these sympathetic animals, I believe it would be impossible for us to live. All transportation, from people to the materials needed to build a house, are done with these animals. Before we close, there's one little factoid I wasn't able to make into a whole story. Donkeys have a history of war, not with each other, but for helping in our wars. Donkeys are credited with one of the first uses of biochemical warfare, the Hittite Plague in the 14th century BC. This was fought by sending various beasts of burden, mainly donkeys, to spread tularemia, which can cause pneumonia and eventually lead to death. It lasted several decades in the modern-day Middle East. To find out more about the stories talked about today, including the Hittite Plague, you can view the show notes for this episode. You can also check out the beautiful children's book, Biblioborough, by Jeanette Winter. This episode used sources from SBS Dateline in Australia, and Elena Bekatoros from the LA Times. I'm Noah Kahanowitz, and remember to adapt the words of Sir Renolf Fiennes. There's no such thing as bad transportation, only inappropriate places. Thanks for listening to Mass Transient.